Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host, Joyce Buford. Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a... Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host, Joyce Buford. Good morning. What a pleasure to be with you today. And it's been a great day here in Texas. The sun is out. We've kind of gotten a little cool spell. But I want to remind you that Second Wind is about the person, primarily I talk to women, but men are always welcome, the person that's going through transition. What is your transition? Have you changed a job? Have you moved to a new city? Have you gone through a life change? Have you gone through a loss of a spouse, through death, or through divorce? How has your life changed? Sometimes when we go through those changes, it's really difficult to know where we want to go, to get up, to start moving toward any direction. So I discovered and created Second Wind with Joyce, simply because I went through a transition and I needed that extra support. So that's why you're listening to Second Wind today. I wanted to share one of the important things that I like to do in my life that has always been part of who I am, and that is travel. I love to go to different places. Well, this weekend, I got to experience a city that I have been to several times over my life, but it's been almost 25 years since I've been in New Orleans, Louisiana. New Orleans is a unique city. And you know, it had the horrible Katrina 
hurricane uh, several years ago, or tornado. And so anyway, it's recovering from a devastating loss to the city. Well, they are coming back beautifully. The people of New Orleans are such unique people. They kind of carry the name Cajun. It's down in Cajun country. Cajun me that it's it's ancestry was founded with the settlers, the French Canadians that settled that area early in early in its history. They have a blend of French and you can see it in their cooking, you can see it in their music, and they are indeed a party happy people. Well, I was there because of a reunion with my um, college sorority. Every year we get together. Now, it's been almost 30 years since I was in college, so it's like reuniting with old friends. But do you remember those earlier days when you were not really quite sure of who you were, where you were going? You thought you were going in one direction, and maybe it changed. Well, that's what you experience when you get back with old friends. You kind of revisit some of those friends, and hopefully you have grown, and you stand in your own confidence of who you are today. We've all changed. And they I was so impressed as I sat around that table at breakfast when we'd all gather or if we were out walking or having dinner. Because one of the things you do in New Orleans is you eat that fabulous food. Well, anyway, sitting there visiting with those friends, I was so impressed with the things they had accomplished in their lives. None of it I could have seen when I was in college. This is growth that we've had over those 30 years. Growth coming out of sadnesses, um, transitions, uh, changes in our life that have made us grow and reach. We found our authentic selves, hopefully, and are living in the bliss of who we really are. Well, I returned yesterday full of fabulous food, and a lot of wine, because those Cajuns love to drink, and they have a great time. The music was fantastic, and I look forward to going back to New Orleans, Louisiana. If you've not been there, put that one on your list, because it's a fun time. Well, it kind of reminds me of my guest today, because Nanette Saylor has a history in music, has a history in creativity and fun. She is a fascinating woman that has created for herself a beautiful life through transitions as we've all gone through. So I'm going to tell you just a little bit about Nanette, and then we're going to bring her on, and she's going to tell us more about who she is. She spent years in the hotel industry where she started out, and I'm going to let her tell you about her younger years. But she was manager, always a leader in whatever she did. And then she decided, wait a minute, I'm not happy. I need to grow. I need to change. And that she did. 
So today she is a coach, a speaker, leading women to find their uniqueness through several different tools that she will share with us as we talk today. So I welcome Nanette Saylor to the show today. Welcome, Nanette. Oh, I'm so glad to be here, Joyce. Thank you for that beautiful introduction. And I loved listening to your stories of New Orleans, one of my favorite places, too. Isn't it great? Oh, my gosh. Uh, no place like it. <laughs> yeah. No, you're absolutely right. One of those truly, truly unique cities. And, and you nailed it. The people are delightful and just just a joy. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, when we were visiting, I was fascinated by your history because I always like to know where did people start? And you, Mm. you, you sort of surprised me because knowing you today as just as adults and where we stand today, I was, I love that you had been involved with music in your younger life. Yes. Yeah, it's an interesting story how I got to be a hotel executive. Um, I actually have an English teacher to thank for an exercise around picking a career. Uh Uh, And and at that time, when I was a high school student and, and even younger, I was very engaged in artistic pursuits. So I was a dancer and I was an artist and I was a concert flautist and um, I had grown to become the president of our theater club in high school. And, I love that. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I and I loved all of that. I I truly, truly did. But there was a piece of me that understood that I inherently had no desire to compete, and oh. um, that would not serve me well in. Mm-hmm. Those kinds of creative pursuits, if that's <laughs> what I wanted to make a career out of. Right, yeah. So, right. And, and I was coming of age uh, at a time when women were just stepping into the business world in a big way. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a call there for me to do something else. My right. father was a physician, and I was very engaged in science, but I, my mom loves to tell the story that, I, I announced that that just wouldn't do because they were they just spent too much time away from home. Uh, so of course I yeah. became I became a hotel manager, which took up even more of my time. Yeah, <laughs> you don't you don't take time away from home. That's a big job. <laughs> yeah. So so really, I stumbled onto hotel management, literally going through a list of two hundred career paths, and. As I started to explore it, it sounded interesting. My father was a Cornell University grad, and he had some friends who had gone to the hotel school. And I started chatting with them, and lo and behold, there I was applying to the Cornell Hotel School, getting accepted, and the rest is history, literally. (laughs) So from the time I began my college pursuits, I was committed to being a hotel executive, and that's um, and, and that's how my career progressed, <laughs> of course, uh, in a 24-7, 365 business where really? um, there's wow. uh, there's nothing that's more important than your hotel guests and your, your staff. So, Yes, yeah. I imagine now when you go to a hotel, you're, you, do you just, I mean, can you stay focused on what you're doing? Are you just I so- can. 
I can. You know, it's taken practice. There's no question. And I will admit to still bending down to picking up scraps of paper in hallways. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's beautiful. (laughs) Yeah, that that one's a hard habit to break. Um, Well, I'm going to Annette, Annette, we're going to stop here so we can go to a break, and then we'll be back to hear more about your interesting development and where you stand today in your exciting life helping other women. So we'll be back shortly to speak with Annette. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Welcome to Geraldine Tegelove Live, the show that shares with you the secrets of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding your life. Having pulled herself from the rubble of financial ruin and having gone on to create a highly successful career, Geraldine has become an expert in the art of transformation. She believes that it doesn't matter where you are right now, how overwhelmed you feel, or how impossible the task of turning your life around may seem. You can do it. Stay tuned as metaphysician, international best-selling author, and intuitive Geraldine Tegelov gives you the inner understanding and the outer practical how-to to create your amazing life. Gain a fresh perspective on how to redefine, reinvent, and rebuild your life. Join Geraldine Tegelove live every Tuesday evening at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on the Toginet Radio Network. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host author and coach, Joyce Buford. Hi, we're back and we're talking with Nanette Saylor, who is my guest today, who's moved from um, always being an achiever and overachiever and and excelling in everything that she did from uh, her music career to creativity to becoming, going into the hotel business, becoming an executive there. And then... Nanette, share with us what transition happened in your life that that changed your direction. Mm. Yes, there's always one of those stories, isn't there? (laughs) (laughs) That that big moment. Uh, I, you know, I had I 
I had committed early on as a young adult to the hospitality industry, and um, anyone who is familiar with with that knows that it is it can be all consuming, and it it really became that for me. And I, I was so focused on doing everything that I needed to do for my work that I wasn't giving my family and my personal life literally any attention. So as my marriage fell apart and my young young my my preteen daughter started to struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, Everything was very out of control, and I started to recognize that I, I, there needed to be something different going on. And, and yeah. um, what I saw was that there was, I had, I had no energy for anything at all, and even worse, I didn't, I literally didn't know who I was if I took away my role as a hotel manager, mm-hmm. and um, that became became the the real changing point for me and and particularly when I knew that my daughter needed my attention and i had I had failed her I had not mm-hmm. given her what she needed and and as a result um, she is now thankfully a recovering addict and mm-hmm. it was a tough number of years while we struggled together to find her the support she needed but that really was the big eye opener for me that that I had had been so focused on everything else that I had not given attention to the people in my life. Um, and one of those people was me. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yes, you're important too. You know, unless we're in good shape, we're no good to anybody else. So, yes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I was really walking around in a fog for lots of years, so consumed with with um, uh, being the best that I could be in my my business that I um, was depleted to the the point of complete exhaustion. And and as a result, I didn't see literally didn't see what was happening around me mm-hmm. uh, in, in my relationships. Mm-hmm. Such a painful period to be in. And how did you make that transition? How did you realize, I mean, you saw the pain in your daughter and, and of course, the the pain from a divorce, but how did you start, take the first step toward healing? It really was about just literally one day saying, I, I can't do this anymore. I need to be doing something different. And it mm-hmm. literally started with that commitment to myself. And from that place, I began to look at things that I could let go of. And then things, little bitty practices um, mm-hmm. that I call baby steps, those little yeah. bitty baby steps. Uh-huh. Uh, and and they were as simple as recognizing. Literally, I had my I had gotten to the place where I I wasn't breathing. I literally wasn't no. breathing in a deep, yeah. nourishing way. And and those who are listening on the call uh, probably have some practice with some deep breathing. Some of some of us, but mm-hmm. I didn't even know what that felt like because I really wasn't even engaging at that level. So it really was as simple as getting up in the morning saying, you know what, I'm I'm going to do things differently. I'm going to open my eyes. I'm going to become aware and I'm going to commit to doing it differently. And I'm going to engage personally 
mm-hmm. and I'm going to take some time to to quiet the noise in my head and so that I can hear and I can see and I can be a part of the things that really matter and that I yeah. and of course in the beginning it was even figure out what those are. Well, you mentioned something very basic and very simple that we do not realize when we are in stress, our breath gets shorter and and, and shorter. and, And we need to nourish our bodies and our brain deep breathing. And you are so right. That's a baby step. But how important that is to just calming our bodies and giving our brain the necessary air that it needs to move forward and make good decisions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so So. from that place, I I discovered I needed to be out of the hotel business, that Mm -hmm. that it was no longer serving me, that it it had gotten everything from me that it could get, and I had given everything that I could give, and it was time to do something else. And in looking for new solutions, new answers, I returned to my creative roots. I I found Mm -hmm. a place that I could go to play, and it was a creative reuse center, and I started showing up to volunteer and it started to reconnect me to how much I enjoyed all of the creative pursuits that I had left behind as a high school mm. kid. And mm. that led me down the path of becoming a creativity coach. Yeah. Now, when you, uh, I know you, creativity, how were you creative in your life through your music and through? Well, most, mostly I was a creator of, I, my grandmother was a creator of anything that she put in her hands. Mm-hmm. And she taught us that everything could be repurposed. So mm-hmm. when I was in high school, not only did I play music and draw and paint and dance, but the thing I loved more than anything was to create costumes. And that meant I would go to a thrift store and I would mm-hmm. put fun pieces mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. So in in uh, in my creative world, really, if I were to pick a media for me now, it is about mixed media. It's about putting pieces together in unusual ways. And it might look like a framed piece of art. It might look like a sculpture. It might look like a wall hanging. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, for me, connecting to creativity, it's any expression. It might be writing also. Mm-hmm. It's any creative expression. For me, that's what comes from our core, and it's mm-hmm. also what connected me to myself again. It's also the path to self-discovery. Right. So it, it was the piece that connected me to what made me smile or, or yeah. the things that I love to do, where there was joy in the world where for many years there hadn't been any. Yeah. So I hear people, I I can hear people say, because I've heard it before myself, people say, well, I'm not creative. I don't Mm. create anything. Do you believe that everyone has a creative side to them? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I absolutely believe that we, we are, our, our, 
our birth is a creative process, right? The, mm-hmm. the expansion mm-hmm. of our universe is a creative process. Everything we do, cooking is a creative process. Even the engineers, even the most literal and logical, they're putting things together in some way. We're solving problems. We're, mm-hmm. um, and it starts from curiosity, right? Mm-hmm. It starts from awareness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so for me, nurturing creativity in others is about expansion and about removing, letting go of things that don't serve, removing limits, and allowing ourselves to see the world with new eyes. From right. there, anything's possible, and that in and of itself is creative. It doesn't have to look like art, or it right. doesn't have to be a published book, or a song, or you know the tango. It, it, it can be just the act of creating, you know, the, the process of creating your life is a creative endeavor. Right. I have this story. It was a, a couple of us that were doing an interview, and we were discussing creativity. And this one girl says, I'm not creative. And her friend that was also on the call said, but you are. You may not create what she was thinking was to paint or to do yes. some draw. But she said, when you take your child to the park and you play games, you are creating in mm-hmm. some way. In other words, yes. if you're going to create an afternoon, what activity would you do with your child? And your own creativity will reflect what you will do with your child. Correct? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. So instead of going to the park with a kit that is all the toys and the games that you're going to play with, Mm -hmm. when you go to the park without any defined rules to the game and you pick up a stone and a stick and you draw in the sand or you you run around a tree and play Mm hide-and-seek, that's all part of being creative. You've, Mm -hmm. You've on the fly evolved a game that, no one's ever played before. Right. (laughs) I love that. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So for all you listeners out there thinking, I'm not creative. I think if you look at your life, the way you do things, you will find that you are very unique in the way you do things because you do it only the way you can do it. So that's, that's where I kind of sit with that creativity. And I know that when you say creativity coach, that that has to be an exciting way of coaching with an individual. It is, it is. It really, you know, when we define it, um, through the Creativity Coaching Association, the way that organization, and that's the organization I'm certified by, defines okay. it. We call it helping creative minds achieve creative success. Mm-hmm. We also focus on just the act of moving into milestones and goals. And so people who are creating original content of any kind are people who can be best served by creativity coaches because when you're when you're creating something that is unique to you there are all kinds of challenges that come up with that and I know Joyce mm-hmm. in your coaching world you you talk a lot about that mm-hmm. and and those obstacles are particularly difficult when we're tr- stepping up to show the world right. something that yeah. we have done Right. Right. 
We're going to take a break here and we'll be back. All right. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that she gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Friday afternoons at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the million-dollar mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the million-dollar mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Welcome back. We are having the best time talking with Nanette Saylor today, a creativity coach, which tells who tells us about taking care of ourselves so that we can take care of other people. And she's going to share with us some of those uh, priorities that we need to have for self-care and also what she uses as she refers to as her self-care toolkit. I always like toolkits. So Nanette, what would be some of those things that we mentioned the breathing, but what are some Mm. of the other things we need to do? Now, one of the things that I learned during that time of transition, and and honestly, what I love about um, toolkits, you know, the concept of toolkits is is that they're forever evolving, right? And so um, I I created, I, I began using tools in my own transition and transformation, and I recognized as I stepped into coaching that these were things that I could pass on to others. So... I call this toolkit my 12 Baby Steps Foundation Formula, and in it, there there are all kinds of things. The most important part of the message for the listeners out there is that just because one thing works for me, if it's not comfortable for you, pick something else. So I've 
I, I give these examples as things to try. And mm-hmm. for some, they feel good, and for some, they don't. But yeah. the, the most um, significant thing that I, the most significant practice I began, second to breathing, was the idea <laughs> of, of starting to write down in a journal my thoughts and ah. to, keep that, to keep that practice going on a regular basis because there was so much spinning around in my head. I was in a, in points of transition, all of us who've been through it know that there's the hardest thing is to figure out how to find clarity. Right. It it is the most important piece. Mm -hmm. And as I, what I discovered was by writing down just what was in my head, on a daily basis, I could begin to see what was important and what wasn't. So then right. the next practice of letting go of things that were no longer serving me got easier. Yeah. I now, when somebody, Nanette, I'm not a writer, okay? I mm-hmm. have not done any journaling. And um, so if I were to sit down right now, for me, it would be a job. It would be work. Yes. And so how does someone like me, who really has not just doesn't take delight in putting her words on paper, how can I make that transition? I'm so glad you asked. I made the transition by literally walking and talking to myself. And I, I began one of the other parts of my toolkit is to take some time in nature. And for all of us, it's different depending on on our environment. Mm -hmm. But I began a practice of what I call a wisdom walk now. It evolved into that. And it was me going to the beach and walking on the beach. And and I was doing it then by myself. Now I do it with others, but also by myself. And I literally started talking out loud. (laughs) And and that conversation gave me permission to start writing it. So what I encourage people who aren't comfortable with writing yet to do, thankfully yeah. in today's technology, we have a million tools that will help us. Mm-hmm. It's easy to record your thoughts. Yes, so, that's good. And this really is the practice of capturing your thoughts because what we're trying to do as I mentioned in the other segment, is really this is about awareness, expanding mm-hmm. our awareness, connecting to our awareness, and then yeah. opening up our curiosity. So if right. we can't hear our own thoughts, how can right. we expand them? Right. And so yeah. this idea of journaling is the capturing of those thoughts on paper. The actual practice is just sitting down, giving yourself permission to go Easily and gently, if mm-hmm. you start, I literally, Julia Cameron from The Artist's Way has a practice, mm-hmm. she encourages a practice called morning pages. Yes. And that's literally just anything in your head, just write it down. No rules, just write is what I love to say. So no sentences are necessary? No sentences are necessary, no spelling <laughs> corrections, no punctuation. You can scribble, you can doodle, you can go back and rewrite. Uh-huh. I I am of the belief, and there are many of us in this camp, that writing manually by hand is a different practice than typing on a computer. And right. for me, if I want to connect my head, my heart, 
and my writing than I do it by hand. So yeah. I encourage people to start that way. Yeah, I, there, is, there is power in the hand in the writing. Yeah, I've absolutely. Heard yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the the person I heard share that most deliberately it was Wayne Dyer. That he was a huge believer in that practice. Yeah. Um, but the other thing that's helpful are prompts, and there are many, many prompts available on on all kinds of sources on my website. I I offer lots and lots um, mm-hmm. in in my program, The Art of Journaling. Many, many prompts. And prompts are simply questions in a lot of cases, or you could could pick a favorite song lyric and mm-hmm. and ask yourself, why does this resonate? How does it feel? What do I think about when I hear that lyric? Or mm. if there's a poem or a phrase that you love, a meme from Facebook that mm. caught your attention, those mm-hmm. can be journaling prompts also. Right. Well, you know, every evening I take a walk. Primarily, I started this walk because my dog was getting fat. Not that I was getting a little plump, but my dog was. (laughs) So you know how that always gives you more incentive to get out and walk. And now it's like every night she's bringing the leash to me to walk. But I can see how if I just take one more step and start talking to her as we walk, having a conversation, you might say, that that would even enrich my walks more and give me more clarity. Mm. Oh, isn't that fun? I haven't heard of that suggestion before. Thank you for sharing that. I'll have to (laughs) add that to my friends who have animals to encourage them. Yeah. Uh, Yes. So some of the other little tips that I, I recommend are things like reconnecting to your favorite tea or coffee or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. music is a wonderful way to connect to self. Uh, right. Movement, any kind of movement. I always like to remind people, particularly today because we spend so much time at a computer Mm-hmm. To get up, and it doesn't have to be organized. It doesn't have to be sun salutations. It can literally be you just get up and wiggle a little bit, shake your hands, shake your toes, shake your booty, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and then right. sit back down. And, you know, the, the, all of these tools, one of my, my principal tenets is they do not have to be hard. They do not have to be complicated. The simpler, the better. And I know that when I was deep into my stress of always having to do things the best, always having to be very, I always made things harder than they needed to be. Uh, So these self-care practices really are about the least common denominator, the easiest way to take a break, the easiest way to nourish yourself. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I didn't mean to interrupt. That's okay. Yeah, I just I just really want to make that point that you do yeah. not have to go out and learn how to do the, the the craziest yoga positions you've ever seen in order to release some tension from your body as yeah. part of your self-care. One of the things that I heard you say, Nanette, was that you are a, a perfectionist. 
Would that be right? Mm. And I think yes. I I call myself a recovering stress junkie (laughs) and perfectionist. Yeah. Oh yes, that's how I recognize it because I think a lot of us hold that metal on our chest. And so, anyway, how have you overcome some of your tendencies to want to be perfect? Mm. This uh, that really is about a daily practice of centering and grounding and reminding myself that I am perfect just as I am, right? Perfectly mm-hmm. imperfect is my right. is my yeah. greatest uh, my greatest reminder. And uh, that really and you know my story is that my striving to be perfect was all about my internal belief that I was never going to be good enough. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And, and I'm sure that resonates with some of a lot of people as well. <laughs> yeah. And that, so, so the, the path to letting go of needing to be perfect was about me coming to the awareness that I still carried that deep, um, deep understanding that I, yeah. I wasn't good enough and I needed right. to nurture myself to get past that. Right. So the centering practice that you do in the morning, is that meditation or a reading or what is that? We have just about two minutes to talk it before yes. the break. So uh, one of the things I've learned, not only for myself, but for all my, my clients too, is that starting your day with a ritual of some kind is very important. And I have Louise Hay to thank, of course, for Wonderful. really, really <laughs> Um, driving home the idea that affirmations, yeah. positive affirmations are incredibly valuable. And mm-hmm. so one of the things I start my day with is an affirmation. And it begins simply with today I begin anew. Mm-hmm. And it and mm-hmm. it's my giving myself permission to let go of whatever was yesterday, understanding that I live in the present, and then accepting that all is well. Another right. Louise Hay expression. You know, right. I am safe and all is well in my world. I am right. enough. You know, yeah. And and that that simple act has changed my life. Yeah. No question about it. Right. Well, those are some very wise words, and the affirmations are certainly parts of our lives that we can put in every day to remind us how perfect we are as we are today and every day we grow better and better and better so we will take this break and and when we come back we have some exciting news to share with you about Annette's uh upcoming uh, retreat in Hawaii, and also she has something else that she'd like to share with us. So we'll be back shortly to hear more of Second Wind with Joyce Buford. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. If you could live your life truly standing in a place of peace, joy, and abundance, wouldn't that make your heart soar? Now you can, with Lessons in Joyful Living, with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi, Mondays at noon central. Kimberly Rinaldi, having created a highly successful coaching practice, now teaches Lessons in Joyful Living. 
She believes in empowering others and that through it, you have the ability to break through any and all barriers, thus allowing you to reach your greatest potential and joyfully step into your life's purpose. What used to take weeks, months, or even years, she can now teach you in a matter of hours with her programs. For more on Kim and her show, go to her website, KimberlyRinaldi.com. That's R-I-N-A-L-D-I.com. Then join us for Lessons in Joyful Living with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi. Are you ready to start rocking that woo-hoo that only you do? Because Lisa Stedman is on a mission. She will dare you, challenge you, enlighten you, provoke and empower you to bring out that inner woo-hoo. Lisa is an internationally acclaimed best-selling author. She is a breakup expert, a brand consultant, CEO of Woohoo Inc. and the Woohoo Radio Network. She will show you how to take your boo-hoo and turn it into woo-hoo. Get rebellious and get real. Get your dreams off the back burner. Get inspired and motivated to take action. Start rocking that woohoo that only you do in love, life, and business. She is going to be here for you every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Yes, we are all creative people. Yes, we are. Even if we don't think we are, we are still our own unique persons and we think the way nobody else really thinks and we put it to use the way nobody else puts it to use and so when you think I'm not creative I want you to think about how you do things differently from others. Today we have a fascinating guest Nanette Saylor and she is a creativity coach. She speaks, she does several other things other than just being an awesome woman. So what we're doing today, we've we've talked about some rituals that she used in her transition. We've talked about journaling and the value of journaling and starting out by maybe just taking a walk and verbally saying your thoughts, then tra- later moving into writing your thoughts, which is considered to be a more powerful method of connecting with who you are. Now, one of the things that I'm so excited to share with you today is a decision that Nanette made earlier this year to have a retreat in the fabulous country or city or state, I guess, of Hawaii. So, Nanette, tell us about that. Why did you decide Mm -hmm. to retreat and to do it in that particular location? Mm, Yes, so... Um, thank you for asking. I am I am really excited to share this part of my evolving story and my transformation. Uh, and you know, because isn't it true we're all we're all on our own journeys, right? And, right. And part of part of my 
me stepping up in the world, taking this next big leap, if you will, from from baby steps to big leap is to lead a group of uh, up to 12 women on uh, for six days, seven days in, mm-hmm. on the big island of Hawaii and to come together to support each other in mm-hmm. reconnecting, re-energizing, and celebrating how far we've come. Mm-hmm. So the... And, and the connection for me to the Big Island um, is is tied to my transition period. When I was released from my last role as a general manager at a hotel, I found myself in this place with, you know, no kind of wandering around with no purpose. Having you, went to, of, you flew to Hawaii to wander I around? I did. Yes. I did. Wrong. I flew okay. to Hawaii. And okay. I, I ended up with um, uh, I ended up at the Big Island for the first of what have been three trips since that time, and the Big Island to me is you know I've had the pleasure of traveling all over the world, and the Big Island in Hawaii is an absolutely magical sacred place. There is no in my mind there is no better place to connect to our oneness, if you will, our 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 core, this, mm. this creative essence that I believe we all have, mm-hmm. for me, comes to me and is refueled and reignited, and particularly in places where there are, there are, are volcanoes, reignition mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. is such a great word, right. um, reignited in those places. So that's why the Big Island, and um, that that is what calls me. And I've always known that I serve well as a facilitator uh-huh. and as a workshop leader, and this is an extension of that for me. Well, that's really, you know, it's really a big step to go into a retreat, and it, it's so powerful to have women join together for one common purpose, which is to expand and to grow. And yes. I know with you leading it, it will be a very um, a successful um, successful in that you're going to move forward. You're going to learn a lot. But having your background in management of hotels, I can, I can just imagine this is going to be an awesome experience for those women. Mm, and we've picked this truly, truly fabulous place. Uh, mm-hmm. Truly fabulous place. So that uh, that I can't reveal just yet, but yes. for those who are listening, um, when 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 we give out some contact information, um, certainly uh, I am right now expanding the invitation list. So yeah. within the right. next, I'm hoping a week, I'm going to have the final finishing touches on the details of the uh, beautiful, beautiful, uh, it's a sustainable um, sustainable retreat center where we'll yeah. be staying. So, yeah, very All excited right. about that. Well, I, for those people that would be interested in hearing more about this trip, where would they go to find your information, Nanan? They they can visit my website, which uh, my primary website, which is wisewellwomen.com. That's W-I-S-E-W-E-L-L-W-O-M-E-N. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and that it, that site houses all of the information about me and my programs and everything that's happening and right. uh, my blog. And uh, But most directly, the easiest way is send me an email to Nanette, N-A-N-E-T-T-E, at wisewellwomen.com and just put in the subject line, want to know more about Hawaii, and I'll make <laughs> sure all of those people get on yeah. on the invite list. Yeah. Now, do you have a time for this? Yes. It's going to be the middle of the middle of June. June. Um, right. Okay. Mid, yes. The middle of in June. 2016. It is. It is. And right now it's roughly June 12th to the 18th. Right. Um, again, we're just I'm just waiting for the final approval on those dates. <laughs> um, but that that looks like what it will be that yep. that middle week in June. Yeah, awesome. Well, yes. also, you were kind enough to offer a freebie for those people that have listened in today that would like a little bit more of your cre- creativity coaching. And, and how would they go to that? Yes. So I talked a little bit about the 12 Baby Steps yes. Foundation Formula uh-huh. for Clarity, Serenity, and Success. And on that program, I offer a a 12-step audio e-course that gets delivered over email. And to receive that, they'll just need to go to 12babysteps.com, and that's the number 12, 12babysteps.com, slash preview. And, okay. and then just enter their name and email, and that will automatically begin the audio e-course. So, so anyone who registers will receive... Um, regular communication via email with each of the 12 steps, a little audio embedded in it, just a couple Mm -hmm. of minutes of me sharing and then a lesson and Mm -hmm. um, ways to to continue the practices. Right. Well, what a great way to start on reconnecting with who they are. And is that, does that involve some of the routine and ritual It does. It does. Yes. In each of the steps, there are some suggestions for things that can be um, incorporated into your everyday practice. Yeah. So, and and that's all. All the idea of let's let's quiet the noise, slow Mm -hmm. things down, so that that in we can get out of that stressed place and start to give attention to self, and begin grow again. Right. Well, Nanette, this has been a very fast hour. <laughs> mm, I know they always go by so fast. fast. <laughs> I know. But it's been delightful for you to share all of your knowledge and to share your openly with us your transition of your life and how you have moved yourself into a happy, more joyful place that your life is indeed today rich because of your changes that you've made in your life. So I thank you very much for being with us today and sharing that information with my listeners. So for those people, so Annette, Nanette, I changed your I just wanted to thank you, Joyce, for inviting me to join you today. This has really been a pleasure, and um, I look forward to listening to your shows and connecting with your audience and um, yeah, it's just just great. Thank you. Yeah, you are so welcome. I would just so love to 
pack my bag and be on that island with you in June. Mm-hmm. That would be well, we'll have to we'll have to see how to make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the things that I always like to talk about is that when we do go through changes, such as Nanette and I have shared with you today, that there's lots of fear, there's lots of doubt that mm. takes place. And that's why it's so important that you are anchored to someone that can help you move through this transition period in your time, in your life. So that's how the whole industry of coaching was created so that you would have that person that could guide you through, be an anchor and help you move through those difficult decisions, not giving you the answers, but being there to support you and move you forward, keeping you moving forward. So I hope that as you think about what is ahead of you this week, that you will also be holding a hand with somebody that can help those decisions move easier through your life. It's important that we keep moving forward, that we always support ourselves through thoughts and rituals, meditations, routines that move us forward. We're constantly reading new information that will add to our life and give us more depth, more knowledge to face the challenges that are ahead of you. I love that you have been with us here today. And as Nanette and I like to move forward in our lives as well with our coaches too, don't we, Nanette? We have coaches. Absolutely. (laughs) We are always wanting to change, wanting to grow, and wanting to expand our lives because we know We have so many treasures inside of us that are waiting to be tapped, just tapped, so we can live a life full of happiness, joy, and abundance. I thank you for being with us today. This has been a special, special time for me, and I hope your week will be full of happiness and joy and abundance. Thank you. Till next week with Second Wind with Joyce. Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at 